Hello, how are you doing, sir? I am my usual self. Ah, fantastic. Fantastic. I'm a ray of sunshine in everyone's life. (laughs) You are. I came in and a smile just came across my face as soon as I saw your cheeky chops. Yeah. Yeah, in the same room, we just, you know, lighting it up, aren't we? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Making everybody's day brighter. Yeah. That little bit more fun. You know? Yeah, that, that's what we're here for. I mean, don't get know, paid for it. Yeah, you know? that's what I was about to say. You know, we do this out of the kindness all, of our hearts. It's all goodwill. It's all goodwill and exposure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but did yeah. you know that uh, Tarman pays me? What? what yeah, for? I, I just thought I'd let that out of <laughs> the bag. <laughs> she, she's been doing it for half a year now. She pays me twenty two fifty an episode. What a bitch. <laughs> How much do you get? I don't get anything. Oh shit! Oh, she's really used damn. me, hasn't she? Damn, I was, I was joking, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Sure I'm just you were. Uh, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Um, yeah. So uh, since the last episode, I think there's been quite some changes in the uh, in the society that we live in, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, although Tarman's still at her children's party, I should add. Ah, uh, yes. She doesn't uh, change. She, I don't think she left, actually. I know. She rather enjoyed that one. I know. <laughs> uh, she's left. I mean, the Brexit happened. Uh, Russia invaded us. Um, Yay. Yay, Russia. Russia. We're our Russian overlords. We really love them. Yeah. So, um, we bow to them. Putin. Yeah. They freed us, if anything. Yeah. So thank you, guys. We really appreciate the freedom, and yeah. we can't get enough of it. We we worship the shirtless Putin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All bears would wrestle that would wrestle him, line up to wrestle him, just for the honour of being defeated yeah. by the supreme being. Yeah, it's 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 such an honour to die for him, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. I think my death is scheduled next Tuesday, and I eagerly await it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the urge to purge. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So. Interesting, interesting. Um, other than that, though, it's 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 been quite quiet, and we're just seeing the effects of what might happen. You know, yeah. Uh, you can notice that uh, one thing that has happened is I've gotten rid of that brass clock of, that kept ticking in my room. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I did hear um, certain Tarmin wanted to bash your head with it or something. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those grubby little pieces of brass. Um, you know, it's quite disgusting, actually, because you touch it. I think it's quite old. Uh, you touch it, it leaves a real tinny metal brass smell on your fingers. Yeah. And it just, ugh, every time I have to wind it up, I have to wash my hands afterwards. I don't know why. It's not bacteria or anything. It's just, I don't like that metal smell. Yeah, brass. Brass. A bit like lead, isn't it? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Well, I think uh, right now it's time for a bit of uh, a tune, don't you think? Yeah, I do. Intro music. Welcome to the Dork's Deduction Podcast. Where we talk about stuff. You're like, you're like an old man calling for intro music. <laughs> <laughs> Blister Square. <laughs> okay. Um, hello, you're back. Uh, back in the room. Uh, Back in the room, back in the room, you know. <laughs> uh, speaking of brass and other metals, uh, we have some other metals to discuss today, don't we? Yeah. Oh, what a shit segue. <laughs> 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 I tried so hard. <laughs> I tried so hard to stretch that. Yeah, I, I really couldn't think of anything for this one. <laughs> I tried. I did quite a good job, you know. Had yeah. the premise set up. And I'm explaining my magic now, but fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the worst one we've done. At least, at least it was kind of we knew it was a segue. <laughs> well, let's hope, okay? Let's, <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourite ones. But yeah, so the lead mask case. Mm. This yeah. one, an it's, anomaly. Yeah, it's quite a treat for our, our listeners. This one. Yeah, we're going to be taking them to Brazil today. Mm. You know, the city of problems. Yes, yes, to um, a place called Niteroi, or a city called Niteroi, I should say, in 
Rio de Janeiro. Can't say it. Rio de Janeiro. Janeiro. Is it? I can't remember how they say it. Rio de Janeiro. Janeiro. Yeah, Rio de Janeiro. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds better though. I do like de Janeiro. (laughs) De Janeiro. (laughs) It's Rio de Janeiro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. Okay, I won't be saying that then. (laughs) I didn't know if you were being serious. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I knew it was de Janeiro. Oh, okay. But um, I might just say de Janeiro. (laughs) So in Rio de Janeiro. Yes. Um, well, particularly, we're going to take you to a place called Mono de Vintum, which is called the Vintum Hill. And uh, this was interesting in uh, 1966 because on August the 20th, an 18 year old man called Georgia de Costa um, discovered two deceased males on the, on the hill, basically. Um, I think they were covered by bushes from what I was reading. And um, he reported to this to the authorities, but because it's um, it's quite hilly terrain and it's quite, um, it's not very friendly terrain, it's quite difficult to kind of get around there. Um, when, which he, if you look on um, the internet, you can see a photo of it and it, it does look quite hilly and stuff like that for a hill, so... <laughs> that that's really good terminology there. <laughs> now, I, I swear I've heard this story somewhere before, back when I was, uh, you know, I would browse the internet at like one in the morning for creepy stuff. And um, I think I came across this at one point, but I don't know if it was, ne- they found them next to a river or something? Or um, I don't think so. No. Uh, oh, I, I think I'm thinking of someone else. But um, I do remember this story. It was quite famous yeah. for a while. Um, I don't know if you might have read it on Creepy Pasta because it's got um, a Creepy Pasta. Oh, is it a Creepy Pasta? It's not an actual Creepy Pasta, but it's, that, it's that would explain it. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah. And uh, well, there's a few like articles, but they just tend to say them the same thing, really. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, so the the police hadn't been able to reach the bodies until the next day. So um, as you can imagine, there's a lot of decomposing going on by this point, which, yeah, you know, lovely. Lovely. To lovely. Hope you're not going to have your dinner anytime soon. We, we all like a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's, well, we all have to go through it at some point, I guess, so. Oh, yeah. Just that, uh, you know, sense of togetherness, that's what I'm trying to, <laughs> you know, we're all in it together. Um, so, yeah, um, on one article it says um, a team of police and firefighters. I'm not entirely sure why firefighters needed to be there, whether it was due to the difficult terrain, I don't know. But, yeah, so the police um, immediately noticed that the bodies were in slightly odd conditions. Um, the two, the two like, um, bodies were, like, lying next to each other, and they were, like, slightly covered by grass. So you couldn't quite see them immediately. And um, what was odd was they were both wearing quite, like, formal suits, so quite smart. So kind uh, of gangsters in a way. Yeah, like, so quite dressed up to be out where they were, which is a bit odd. Um, they, um, but even more interesting, they had two lead eye masks over their eyes. And um, and they both had a waterproof coat, which uh, wasn't actually too odd because it had been raining in the area um, quite a lot recently. Um, even though it, is, it was summer at the time, but you do still tend to get rain in the summer. Mm. Just ask Britain, you know. Of course, we're yeah. used to it ourselves. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, now, there was no... Obvious at that point, no signs of trauma, and didn't seem to be any kind of evidence of a struggle, or so there was no evidence like there'd been shooting or anything like that. There wasn't much blood about. Um, now, next to the bodies, they found an empty water bottle and a packet containing two wet towels, as well as a small notebook, uh, which um, which inside was there was some rather like cryptic instructions, 
So, um, and I can't really speak Portuguese. I'm just going to say what it says in English, basically. Um, It says 16.30, be at the specified location. Um, 18.30, ingest capsules. And then lastly, it says after the effect, protect metals, await signal mask. Now, um, that's the general kind of just, I think, of what it's saying. Because like every article I've said changed it slightly so but um it's cool because it's probably been translated from portuguese so it's you get different things from this yeah um so who were these two people then um well they turned out to be manuel pereira de cruz and miguel jose viana and they were two electricians specifically i think television electricians what they whatever they call them and um they were from a place called campos dos goita carves i think and uh, yeah carves yeah yeah one of those sort of names yeah um and that's well here at the dog seduction we're not exactly known for our punctuality on the pronunciation yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we we try. You know, that's the we do try. Yeah, and that's um, what's its interest about this is that's quite far away. It, well, kind of far away. It's to the northeast of Rio de Janeiro or Janeiro. Janeiro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, I, I've seen somewhere it's a good like three hours or so away from there by bus, which is how these two got to. Um, What's the place called? Nitero. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and they'd last been seen um, at a bar where they brought this water. What's interesting is they brought a bottle of water between them. Uh. Well, I didn't, not necessarily interesting, but it's, they seem to be sharing it. So, I don't know whether it was for some other use, you don't know. Um, they seem to be, the person who sold them the water said, they seemed one of them seemed quite agitated. I think it was Manuel. Yeah. Um, yeah, he seemed quite agitated and they kept like checking the time and stuff like that. So they were sure. clearly waiting for either someone or something at some point. Um now they they had told their relatives that um they they were just going out for some electri- electrical appliances or something like that because they're you know, electricians. Of course, so yeah. It's not, not quite the same as um, saying you're going for cigarettes and never coming back, but um, it, it did seem they had some other purpose, perhaps. Um, although um, I only found this on website, one website, but one website suggested that they had actually brought some electrical appliances or something like that. Um, so they may have actually gone and got what they'd said they were going for but um they clearly had something else that they wanted to do as well um and um the waterproof coats that had been found um they received showed that they'd been brought on the day uh-huh. at a shop in Niteroy so they'd they'd got to Niteroy we assume and discovered it was raining or something like that and decided we're going to need some uh, waterproof coats um so yeah um now um autopsies discovered no injuries so this kind of makes it even more mysterious um toxicology reports could not be done because the bodies had literally decomposed so much um by that point and also the coroner's office was quite busy so um it it didn't that's why they'd been left quite a while so this all kind of leads to a kind of case where nothing much has been found out and um i mean they did attempt to look at the internal organs of the two victims um which whatever if you've read like the uh, capsules bit in the kind of notebook that'd be kind of i suppose one of the first things you'd want to look at um but as i said they just couldn't test them really because they were too 
badly decomposed by that point. So that's really kind of... Um, there's one other thing that um, I did read. I did read they had enough money to buy a car, a small car at that point. But some of that money um, was missing when they were found. So what happened to that money? I'm guessing some went to buying the waterproof coats and the bottle and the, the wet towels. But yeah. it's all kind of quite mysterious. Why, why did they need these like wet towels and stuff like that? Why did they need lead eye masks? What were they for? Um, and yeah, so and why were they just dressed up so smart? and stuff like that so it's all quite intriguing at this point and um now uh one one thing at this point that um a lot of people tend to point out is that lead eye masks um it's kind of like thing you use to protect yourself against radiation oh like a like one of those archaic sort of shields yeah yeah um so quite uh, some articles theorise there were kind of there's some radiation thing going on here. Wow. Um, but I read one article that said realistically, if it was to do with radiation, you'd expect them to have a lead mask that covers their face. Yeah. Because you know, like just having covering your eyes is a bit useless. Basically, <laughs> pretty still, much still burn up and stuff like that. So. That's not really a kind of... Um, so, these masks, did they just cover the eyes? or? Yeah, or? they're just eye masks, basically. You know, I see, of. so they didn't actually cover up the mouth or anything like that? Or? No, no, it's just literally the eyes. Apparently, um, some people get um, the fact it could be radiation due to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or something, <laughs> I think. Um, it's, it's either that or the wet towels. There's something mentioned about in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy about... Um, you gotta have you gotta have your towel ready. Yeah, well, it is interesting to point out that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy hadn't been written by 1966. It was still a good ten years or so out of the way. But that a lot of people retrospectively have kind of attempted to put that kind of spin on it. Um, but so, some people consider this quite unlikely, just because. If it was if it was to do with radiation, it was a bit. They were obviously a bit stupid. (laughs) Then again, like uh, we say, what's likely and what isn't. Um, But then again, we don't know what was going through these guys' heads anyway. And yeah, obviously, I think that's what makes it a bit creepier. Either they were a bit insane that they were doing something that didn't make sense, or they knew something that we didn't, which is even creepier. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to come on to, I know it's a bit early, but I'm going to come on to the theories now. Yeah. About I think what possibly could have happened with, here. With, with a case like this that we sometimes cover anyway, it's, uh, they, I think I said before, they're anomalies, you know, they're not really something you can have too much of a thought about. It's, it's more, here's this weird thing that happened. We don't know yeah. too much about it. Let's observe and uh, look at what people think may have occurred, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm going to start with the idea, possibly, of, um, suicide. Uh-huh. There's possibly this is um, some cult-like suicide. Um, the, cult, the cult of, uh, eye goggles or Yeah. <laughs> um, I did, like, um, I did hear someone call it, like, mass suicide, but I was like, is two people mass suicide? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what is a mass? You know, like, what, yeah. what, at what point do you consider it a mass? Yeah, I just feel personally it's got to be more people than two. I'd be double serious. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to get up to a cluster before you get to a mass. Yeah. Don't you? Um, but some people posited that that they could have just been two members of a cult that decided to commit suicide. Um, like, because they do, some people just. Um, feel it's just slightly reminiscent of the Heaven's Gate one, even though oh, there's yes. a lot more people, but it's the fact they were like wearing Nike trainers and what is yeah. Nike or something like that. I mean, uh, in a way, that's more creepy, you know, instead of being suits and it's just like chill out Kappa gear or something like that. Yeah, I've, I always found that the oddest one. I, I, I remember reading about that. Um, but yeah, the Heaven's Gate one's creepy. Um, 
I, what, what I remember from the Heaven's Gate one is they had that um, chemical castration done. Yeah. I, I, that, did that actually happen? Yeah. That happened, um, the guy, the leader, done it to himself. Well, I don't oh. know if he did it to himself. How, did he just do it to himself? Or did he, um, did he have... some, I know some of the others got it done to them. I don't oh, think quite no. everyone had, but yeah. I mean, it is dedication, I suppose, but bloody hell, man. Yeah. So it was real. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, the heavens go. I remember reading about that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too keen on these cults. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. No, there are very few cults I am a fan of, really. Yeah. You know? To be fair. <laughs> I like they're, they're interesting, but I, I would never actually. Yeah. Know. What What happened to the good old, you know, Baphomet Satanism sort of cult? Yeah. Eh? What, you know, back when you knew what your cults were about. God, I tell you what, um, this, oh, I am diverging a bit here, but um, there's um, a place near where my sister's living at the moment because she's living with her husband's mum and dad, and it's called Bolsover, and it's considered the most satanic place in England. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, because apparently, apparently there's a lot of satanic rituals that have happened there over the years. And uh, it's also known for a Labour MP called Dennis Skinner. Yeah, oh, he's nice. the one that keeps calling David Cameron dodgy Dave and stuff like that, and and he's he's the uh, he that he's in charge of that area. Yeah, he's the MP for that area. And they call him the Beast oh, of Bolsover because he's <laughs> he, he's he's kind of like typical says what he thinks kind of type. Yeah. So yeah, um, but but I should get back to this one now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so, um, some people suggested it's because it's got it does have like some possibly cult like kind of connotations like it, it does sound like those slightly odd things that would happen in a cult suicide you know things over your eyes and stuff like that it, it's it's uh, the oddness of i think how they were found also that um it like just the way they were they were kind of very like laid out quite neatly so you kind of assume that it could could have possibly been like it's almost as if they lay down took the capsules, which we don't we don't know what these capsules were, really. So it can't can't really say. So whether it was, see, when I think of capsules, I always for some reason I just think of cyanide and stuff like that. I always think yeah. of the Nazis committing suicide. I mean, to be honest, there's there's not really many other cyber capsules you could take unless it was some sort of like a. Uh, well, you can't really say truth capsules, but yeah. um, I don't know, like, maybe a, a, a slow-ending capsule, maybe they were meant to be tortured or something? Yeah. Um, one theory that also uh, I've, I've heard feathering on this cult thing is that they were waiting for um, the mothership or something, whatever they call it, you know, the ship oh, yes. to come down and take them of up. So, and some people believe that, that whole like the the, the mark, lead mask over the eyes is a part of the condition you've got. To, you can't be able to see it. It's it's got to take you up by itself. So they believe that the, these two guys were possibly believed that you had to take this capsule and or like you had to die because there's the, the heaven's gate was all about you had to die before you could get on the mothership, wasn't it? So before you could fly away. Yeah, well, I, I think I. Strangely enough, I think I prefer that reason. Yeah, um, I think it's it's the whole thing of uh, to do with Brazil's alien culture. We all know about America's alien culture, right? Yeah, but um, Brazil does have its own. Like, I think Brazil is probably one of the the last uncharted areas on Earth, anyway. Yeah. So you, you do have that air of mystery to it. I do know in uh, like in Sherlock Holmes, they always say like in that he always says South America is always kind of quite. It's got all the kind of, um, there's like cults and uh, the, the occult's quite popular. I could believe uh, that, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not too far from, well, it's pretty far, but it's it's nearer to Louisiana than it is any other, well, that's a bit far-fetched, actually. Is it nearer Louisiana? Louisiana's on the south, isn't it, of America? Um, I, was, I was talking about South America's in. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, Louisiana has that close-knit to yeah. occult voodoo and stuff. And then, actually, it could be, I think, actually. Um, and then, like, uh, the, the south of you go, the more uh, outlandish yeah. things get, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, the more south you get, is it the more religious it is? I, you yeah, always, I suppose You always hear so. about the 
you know, they're from the south and they speak like yeah. hill rednecks or whatever. But I've always seen those really heavily religious places as like, uh, I mean, the more you try, the more you create. So, like, for instance, have you ever heard of that place in Sicily where they have those those dead monks uh, oh, just yeah. mum- mummified in yeah. the area? And of course, you think to yourself, well, that's got to be like they make that extra religious, you know. But it's almost a cult in its own way because of how you know far they take this practice, this this religion. And it, it's it's almost like its own little sect, and then you can imagine there'll be like satanist cults everywhere else, you know. Yeah, it, it's a fair point actually because I think um, um, what people forget is kind of Catholic church. They got some quite almost cultish practices in some ways. Like um, I, I, I've been there and like uh, to Italy when they've um, they've had it's around like Easter time, and they have they do a lot of like the processions and the marches. And it's, it's like, it's like, it's, it's great to watch, but there is something slightly intimidating about it. It's like enforcing this, this belief on the street. I don't know how to explain it without sounding yeah. like a bigot. I don't want to sound like a bigot myself, like, no, it's not allowed or something, but it's just like, I don't know, it's... Yeah. <sighs> it's, it is kind of like, um, it, 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 it it is like great. I said it's great to watch, but there's part of it you do, you do feel slightly kind of nervous because <laughs> they're all yeah. kind of wearing these like cloaks and stuff like that. And I mean, obviously, because we're we're more used to seeing it as like the Ku Klux Klan or something like that. Yeah. So exactly. where they, I think they say the Ku Klux Klan did kind of get the kind of inspiration for the clothes from the Catholic Church, but pretty much. Uh, I guess it's also because like these aren't communities that are known for their multiculturalism or, or you know, yeah. uh, sharing of beliefs. It's always one dominant religion and it's enforced as well, in a way, I suppose. But, yeah. Uh, that's why, uh, to them, it's not weird, but to us, it's like... Yeah, you know, just because you don't really see it too often. Yeah. Well, I, I have to admit, when I was younger, I did, um, my uncle, who's kind of reverend or minister, whatever you call it, we did have to march around our town with, behind the cross. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Richard Drake. All the kids that I knew at school. Well, I guess back then you didn't really think too much about it, did you? Um, I, I just didn't want to be there. I wanted to be at home so no one saw me. <laughs> so I was going to, like, just get over and done with as quick as possible. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that that's one theory that's put forward, that they were kind of... Um, basically, they were just waiting for the mothership to take them up to heaven or wherever they thought they were going because um although uh, i was saying he- he- the heaven's gate cult believed they had to die that wasn't until quite late on i think for for, for a long time they believed they could get there while you're still alive but um but the apple gate i think he was called or something like that um he he decided after so what so long that they had to die to get there yeah, because it's all is it, isn't it all about like the second coming of Jesus as well and stuff like that. Sometimes it is, but yeah, sometimes I don't, I don't know what what's going through their head, and sometimes I think they're just deliberately leaving their followers out of the loop. Yeah, wherever that loop might be. Yeah. Um, now um, it's it's really hard to say whether this is the the true case or not. You can't like. It's, uh, I can imagine it, it could possibly be true. It's got, like, some hallmarks of what could be, like, a suicide. But um, it's, it's not like... The only f- problem one person uh, reading on website is that um, that um, they had actually brought some of this electrical equipment. So whether that possibly suggested they, 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 might, they weren't planning on dying, possibly. Um, but it's, it's hard to tell, really. Um, now, this is all kind of um, going to link in a bit, but um, the general theory is that um, they were spiritualists of some sort, because there is um, uh, friends of uh, the two said that, that um, they had like an interest in that kind of thing, and I read somewhere that um, one of the two had been building a... Um, a machine or something like that, which had exploded at some point in his back garden or something like that. And they they did have books on 
on kind of these things and stuff like that. So um, uh, particularly there's a book, um, well, there's not one, uh, but um, at, at one of their houses they'd found a tool that um, would be used for, like, cutting out lead masks. So, um, and there was, uh, and the book uh, that I was talking about, it had, like, passages relating to intense luminosity and stuff like that, and it was all about spirits and stuff like that. So there's a, there's a general sense that um, these two are possibly into some spiritualist kind of stuff. And that, that, um, this area, um, the, what's it called again? The Vintum Hill had been apparently um, reported as having quite a lot of UFOs being seen there. Uh, one woman had claimed, uh, I think she'd seen, on the night of the murder, actually, this was, um, or the whatever happened, I should say, actually. Um, one woman claimed that um, she'd seen this kind of UFO with orange light just pouring out of it. So what what that was about, and whether you believe that really as well. I don't know, actually. It's, I, I, it's it's always come down to one person saw something, but it's yeah. the lack of it's one person's word against your own belief of reality. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you can't really. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, the police weren't too convinced by that one, um, and also apparently a lot of people used to complain about UFOs there and stuff like that. But um, I, I remember reading somewhere that the amount of UFO cases that are seen near airports and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So whether it could have just been like an air, airplane flying around somewhere close by and, you know. Um, and what was that reported? When was that reported? It was reported, I think, a couple of weeks afterwards or something like that. Um but um, I was reading one article saying a lot of like reports um, about this case come from what's like a Brazilian like tabloid magazine, um, and so it's, it, it used to be a lot about kind of celebrities and stuff like that and sports figures. And there's a feeling that um, it's all a bit like sens- sensationalised. And so whether some of the facts of this might have been slightly sexed up a bit or not. Yeah. So to, to be fair, like this was in what, the sixties sixties, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um there was a lot of that sort of reporting, wasn't there? And plus it yeah. couldn't be widespread. I mean the CIA had a massive uh control over it wasn't blatant it was quite blatant, sorry. Um as well, because they they were in control of what people thought and stuff, weren't they? They were yeah. like their own little secret police, but it was just, yeah. So I'm not surprised that if I wouldn't be surprised if the woman did see something, but it was something to do with the government. It couldn't have been. Yeah. So um, yeah, UFOs one big theory. Um, it kind of fits into the suicide one, but it also um, fits into another theory I've heard that um, the, the, these two electricians had learnt to time travel, um, which uh, you know um, is possible. Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe. You maybe. never know. I, I'm not writing anything off. You yeah. know, I'll, um, I'll believe stuff when I see it. Just uh, yeah, I, it would it would explain their worrying about the time. I guess. Of course. Of course. So yeah, um, this is. Um, I mean, I mean, how we can tell whether they learned to try and time travel or not? We can't really know that one. So, um, but yeah, that's that's something that people out there then genuinely tend to believe um other another theory is aliens that they were somehow killed by aliens and they may have possibly taken their souls i think so yeah um yeah that that's kind of and um uh the theory is i think that uh these two went to this Fintum hill to try and get into contact with aliens <laughs> and um Apparently, they were quite obsessed with UFOs and stuff like that, and uh, these two had studied like UFO sightings and stuff like that, and um, 
one website I've read even claims that they built a lab- laboratory for this purpose. I don't, I'm not quite sure if that's true or not. Um, so, yeah, um, it's so there's some, like, alien time travel theory here. Um, again, uh, and, and this comes into... Um, goes back to the radiation thing a bit. Some people claim that um, that they believe the UFOs could have given off radiation or something like that, and that's that's what the... Um, and that's what, like, the lead mask for. But, um... But of course that's why it was. I mean, it has to be aliens giving off radiation yeah. to the eyes, you know? Yeah. That's the only possible explanation. <laughs> um, I just don't know what the wet towels were for, though. Well, well so, you know, it, it comes down to, you know, when you're having a bath? Yeah. And, uh, you think, oh, crikey, this is an out-of-the-world experience, because, uh, you just <laughs> bought some new shampoo or something. But yeah. then you get a bit of it in your eye, and you're like, oh, Christ. So you, uh, yeah. you know, you need a towel quickly to relieve that soreness. Yeah. I think the towels were probably backups in case the fucking lead didn't um, <laughs> do its job yeah. or something. Like, hey, uh, you know what? Why wouldn't you bring a towel? You know, like, it'd be like, I know it's not as strong as lead, but fuck it. There's no shame in bringing yeah. it just in case. You know, you don't know what these aliens are like. Fuck it. I don't, I, I just, At least that's my interpretation, yeah. I, I think. I just feel it's a bit odd they went over their faces, in a way. Yeah. I just thought that's what you you kind of used them for, to cover your face or something like that. I don't know whether they'd be able to protect you against radiation much, but... But, you know, I don't know. But, um... Yeah, I don't think there's too much more on the UFOs, and there's a good, I don't really know much about UFOs myself, so I can't really add much to that. Um, apart from the fact that, um, yeah, that this UFO must have killed them immediately or something like that, or killed them somehow. Um, but it doesn't really explain the capsules necessarily, UFOs. Um, unless, unless this note, the writing in the notebook is by an alien that knows how to write and in English. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that's those two theories. Um, there is one claim that could have been murder, possibly. Very elaborate kind of murder as well, because um, it's all apparently the, the idea is it could have been to do with a robbery. So the um, some people or one person even may have known that these two had money on them, and may maybe gone after them uh, after them and told them to meet them somewhere to get this money off them. It's going to quite a lot of effort, I think, and all the other like lead mask stuff in the wet towels. That's quite a lot of effort as well. Usually, if you're just robbing someone, you try and just. You know, you don't even necessarily have to kill someone to rob them either. You, no, you just knock them out, unless they saw your face or something. Like yeah, that. also, you'd usually you expect to see some kind of blunt force if you're robbing someone as well. Yeah, I'd exactly. expect. You don't tell people to take capsules and then take the stuff. So I don't know. Although, think about it, like, it wouldn't be out of the world to, uh, for, for, for whoever did this to say, look, Let's just make this look as weird as possible yeah. and throw off anyone that might be considering looking into it. Yeah. I don't know, but just I don't I just feel like for the money, I like okay, they could buy a small car, but it wasn't small cars back then weren't worth much, I was reading. Uh, so it's, it's not as if it's like loads of money. Yeah, whether you you'd have to be pretty desperate and usually if you're desperate, you tend yeah. to be a bit more sloppy about things. You tend to kind of you know, as you tend to beat people up to get money rather than... That's just how I, I feel about it. So I'm, I'm no, not convinced by the murder... Well, not convinced by the murder for robbery theory. Whether it was some, like, elaborate murder for some other reasons, whether it, it was... Like, because we have, like, we have heard, like, about cult wars before and stuff like that. Whether it could have been wars between two cults or something now, like that. Now, that I would love to see. Mm. You know, not just gang wars. Gang wars are all right, but Cult Wars. Wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's like, my aliens are better than your aliens and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, so I'm not convinced by murder mm. as such. Um, I, I've, uh, to be honest, I think 
at the moment, I'm going for suicide, possibly. As a more, or there's an idea that they were murdered somewhere else, and then they were just laid down where they were. But I just can't think of a motive, really. Um, I mean, unless they'd done a dodgy job on the television or something, and that particularly angered someone, and you know, because they couldn't watch television or something, <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "I'm going to kill those two. And yeah, if, if only cults were that <laughs> that, uh, that materialistic, I would I would actually be happy for them. Yeah, there are some cults out there that I actually uh, I support, like um, you know the ones that are like the not really a cult, I suppose, the raving loony party that opposes <laughs> uh, presidential prime minister oh, candidates. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in America, and then you've got this guy who not he's not really a cult master or anything, but he's kind of formed a cult of his own unintentionally. Um, have you heard of a guy called Captain Bean? Captain Bean. Captain Baked Bean. Baked Bean. Oh. He's uh when the, like, he he's in Wales. Yeah. And whenever the general elections happen, he uh puts in his hat for the uh Captain Bean party. Yeah. And he's literally, and I'm not joking, uh, a man who's permanently tanned his skin all orange to the to the color of a bean. Wow. Uh, bean sauce that is. Uh, he always wears a cape. Yeah. Um, he fucking eats baked beans twenty four seven. He he's that into baked beans. <laughs> he's got his uh, his his name changed to Captain Bean, baked bean. <laughs> if you look this guy up, he looks wow. like if uh, right said Fred went to Mallorca or <laughs> you know like Sicily for a while, just tanned out for yeah. I don't know how many years he's just, he looks he's he's bald as a bean he looks like a baked bean and he's achieved it but he always implies to become prime minister and it's like I bless him I love him he's all he's awesome <laughs> but people form like this cult around him like because he, he always goes and helps out the community so he's mm. like a he's like a figure of a mystery you know yeah and uh, some people form like not really a, a religious cult or worship but you know their own little I guess the lighter sense of the word, you know, like yeah. they're just good old are fans of him. British eccentric. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I tell you what, like, I mean, we always say consider eccentric eccentricity as being quite a British thing, but yeah. if you look, it's all around the world, really. Like um, the Belgians can be quite about the Belgians even can be quite eccentric. I w- oh yeah, watched a documentary about that. They've got the guy who dresses up as a penguin. Yeah, and he's like he's possessed with penguins, and <laughs> he's all like his house has got penguin like ornaments all over the place, and he he even tries to walk like a penguin and stuff like oh, that. Oh, brilliant! He's man. amazing. He's been on quite a few like documentaries. There's one where <laughs> uh, I think Jeremy Clarkson goes to meet him and stuff like that. And oh, I need to watch this. Yeah, there's there's oh there's he, he's he's a great guy. He's he seems really like enlightened. Like. Yeah. Like, you, you you think to yourself, oh, they're just weird. They're weird people. Some are eccentric and you love them, but you think, oh, bloody weird. And then you think to yourself, oh, I'm actually kind of jealous because yeah. uh, they're happy. They've found yeah. what makes them tick. And they just, they, they love it and they, they're living for it. And, yeah. and it makes you think, like, you can say what you want about these people, but they are genuinely happy in life, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, um, he, yeah, he, he seems, like, so happy and content with his life. But, um, but, like, Belgium as well, like, they've got museums for, like, everything I was reading. Like, they have museums for, like, the most, like, um, like day-to-day stuff that you can think of, like, toilets and stuff like that. Or under- <laughs> There's even, like, underwear museums somewhere. Serious? <laughs> yeah, like there's this guy he collects. He he asks. He goes around sending letters to all the royal families of Europe, or, or the ones <laughs> that still exist, saying, "Can I have your underwear, please?" Lovely. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, I'm guessing they actually give him stuff if he's got a museum. I think he has managed to get some stuff from thereabouts. But um, well, fair oh, play to him. I mean, you know. Yeah, there's what's the, I remember one. Um, was it Queen Victoria? They found some of her old underwear, and it's literally it's it's quite big apparently. And there's there's one like um, George the Fourth as well. His bridges or the trousers he used to wear, um, they were like fifty four inches or something like that. 
wonderful. And that's and that's just that was just containing him. He was actually a lot larger than that. Oh my god! <laughs> so he, Bloomies. <laughs> yeah, he was massive apparently. Oh my god! Nice. Yeah. Let's stick that in a museum. Yeah. I, and then again, then again, like we talk about, like, oh my god, I can't believe it. But then again, you know what? I wouldn't have known he was that big if we hadn't seen the pants. So yeah, I learned something from that. You know? Yeah, and it is it is a warning. Don't get too big <laughs> for your britches. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> or, or at least if you do plan on dying, you know, leave thin, sexy-looking pants around the house so people think you know he was actually quite good. Yeah, he he. But he was like he was one of those typical like people who like still believe they look like they did when they were younger. All <laughs> oh, right. Even though you know he ate, he basically ate himself to death. I think <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, this guy he he dressed up in his penguin suit. Yeah. Um, he, I see. I've seen him in his this documentary, and it just says, it just says in it, when I die, I, I'll be buried in my penguin suit. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. <laughs> you know, that's like you always hear these people who they want to like be shot up in a rocket or something when they die, but he just wants to be buried in his penguin suit. Oh, that's I like that man. Yeah, you know, but I feel sorry for the kid who finds that penguin suit somewhere out in the wilderness one day. <laughs> yeah, and thinks, oh, I can't wait to see what. It's a bit. I, I think this. South America's the place, is it? Um, it's somewhere like um, where they like their coffins. They actually like they have like um, they'll have like big fish co- shaped coffins oh, and stuff. Oh, like. that's in a that's in a Nigeria. Nigeria is it? Ah, oh. I, th- I think yeah, or Nigeria or. Uh, so, somewhere near the Congo, but yeah, they have these outrageous designs for coffins. Yeah. Oh my god, some of them are amazing. Like one of them is like a a sushi fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like one last way to piss off your family before you kick it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the weirdest thing I've heard about sushi is the fact you can eat it off naked people. I'm like, oh, yeah. I really wouldn't want to eat so if it's been on someone's skin. They 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 would have to be like. Sterilized, yeah. Before you, I, I mean, I'm being, I'm being like, I'll, I'll fu- eat a fucking quaver if it's falling on the ground for more than five seconds, <laughs> and yet, like, if it's on some very clean woman's belly, I'll still be like, oh, but it's fish. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, priorities, are... yeah. No, <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, um, I'm just gonna see if I can. Yeah. Um, I think just to go back to the time travel theory quickly. Um, wh- what they, what some theory is that they found the wormhole or something like that. Um, I don't know much about time travel, so I don't know whether that's a big thing in time travel theory. So I don't know. So yeah, um, I, let's go and see how many more theories there are. Really. Uh, well, how, speaking while you're doing that, how would you like to go? How like, would I like to go? On a, on a lighter note, you know, how how are you going to, you know, probably, I don't know if you want to shoot yourself up in a rocket, but... Um, I don't know how I'd like to go. I, um, I don't, I'd either like, to, like it to be peaceful or fun, if you know what yeah. I mean. I, I wouldn't mind die doing something fun. Doing something fun? Yeah. Oh, sorry, not when to go, I mean, uh, how would you like your body to be sent off? Oh, sent off, um, uh, I don't know, I mean... I to be honest, I wouldn't mind us being thrown to lions for food or something like that. Maybe I don't think lions would actually eat people. That's that's actually quite a nice thought, you mm. know, to to help out some rare animals or something. Yeah, I I I like um I I wouldn't I don't want to be buried. Um, I, I I'd probably I mean if I if I was to be normal and predictable, I'd probably go for cremation. Yeah, like, did you ever have those fears of waking up and being like, "Oh shit, here we are"? Yeah, um, <laughs> but I think at that point you'd be so old, you'd, you'd be like, "Well, fuck it," you know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling pain. I, I'd I'd want to be a. If you're up to me, I'd want to be one last nuisance to everyone, uh, an ongoing nuisance. So I'd probably either somehow use connections to get myself buried in like a TV studio or something. Yeah, or uh, or have myself dressed in like royal clothes like crown yeah. royalty and then buried somewhere in the country and then someone will find me yeah and be like oh fuck i think we found a king again <laughs> i wouldn't be mind being made a scarecrow or something like that 
that'd be creepy. <laughs> that'd be creepy. <laughs> just like, awesome. yeah, after a few years, well, more than a few years, perhaps, you'd just be like a skeleton, kind of, <laughs> like a scarecrow clothes on you. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers style. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Be cool. I, I think we're really doing our reputation for not being kind of odd here really well. Yeah. Uh, I, well, well, we... we 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 are odd. We yeah, are. we're we're not ashamed of that. Not ashamed of that. Like, <laughs> what kind of what reputation? Yeah, reputation. <laughs> like reputation. Like, I'm just surprised we haven't talked about pedophiles for a couple of <laughs> couple of hours. You know. Oh, um, oh, oh I, I broke the record. I tell you what, I, I was watching. You know, we talk about train documentaries. Yeah. I was watching. Well, not it's not a train documentary. This one was a train advert for Intercity, and you'll never guess who. Is doing it. Oh, go on, Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Brilliant. And do you know what his first line is? Oh, do what um, I do. <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. One of the YouTube comments was like, "No thanks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, uh, what what documentary is this? Um, it's not doc. It's an advert for intercity trains. It's like saying all the places you can get to, and it's like saying how cheap it is and stuff like that. Strangely enough, I think I was that an early noughties. No, thing? I think was it's eighties. It's eighty. Oh, then I don't know it. Yeah, you could, it's, it's on YouTube somewhere. I just don't. I, again, I'm not oh, sure. I would type up. Jimmy Savile into YouTube. <laughs> Creepy. I'm gonna have to look it up though. Mm. But yeah, literally, first line, do what I do. And like, <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> the cringe is strong with this one. Yeah. So, um, oh, there's one more theory that I want to go into. Yes. Nice. The theory about the capsules is possibly that um, they were they were taking LSD. Okay. And that they were trying to, you know, that whole enlightenment thing, psychedelic yeah. enlightenment. Oh, uh, that might explain the whole close your eyes sort of thing, like yeah, don't trust your vision. Yeah, I I can see this one possibly being true. Um, and I I think LSD had. Well, I must have got to Brazil by that time. Yeah. I wouldn't be know, surprised you know, if that kind of thing started in Brazil. Wouldn't be surprised. I mean, but it, it, I think it's one of those sort of uh, cases. I, hang on a minute. The, these, if if that were the case, um, these two men obviously they they know they had records on these two men. Yeah. Did they ha- did they ever have any uh, history of drug use? Not that I can tell of. Um, I don't I think mean, it's 66, so I don't know how detailed some of these reports would be. I think and they tend to be a lot more detailed these days. I think back then, you just get very brief details, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah but um, what, um, what I was reading is that um, uh, there's a statement in a new pa- newspaper by uh, someone who describes him as a professor of yoga. And um, he's, he says he believes the local spiritualist community were quite big into the whole psychedelic drugs and stuff like that. And um, it's just, um, he, he believes it was just Manuel Miguel just died to an accidental overdose, which... I, I can see being true, that one. Yeah. Accidental death, I think. I mean, at the same time, even if it wasn't a history of uh, drug use, if it was their first time, they could explain why it went so wrong, I suppose. Yeah. I always like when they call it accidental death, they sometimes call it misadventure or something like that. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah. that sounds like so fun. <laughs> like, it's it's like a, a very British way of summing it up. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's usually what they call it when, like, they, um, these people, like, they self-asphyxiate themselves or stuff like that, or they, they died in <laughs> S&M kind of <laughs> orgies or stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Had a bit of a whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, some people believe that this kind of fits the very, like, limited amount of information we've got on this one. It's, it's the one that fits the best, which, um... Yeah, which I can believe being true. I think as I think as uh, one of the articles I read saying it's just there's so like little information and it's so long ago in some ways, and it being kind of most of it's kind of coming from like 
it's in Portuguese and it's Brazilian newspapers who they didn't really there's not much you can't really find many of like the Brazilian newspapers there's only like one really that they were able to properly find that mentions it so whether they I don't because I, I don't know whether they archived many of like the art newspapers well I, they probably did but um yeah well, you've you've seen that sometimes they can't even keep track of their own archives. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we. I think that's pretty much it, to be honest. I do I do quite like the whole psychedelic kind of idea. The angle. Yeah, I quite like aliens, man. I'm, I'm holding out for alien cultists. <laughs> Maybe they took drugs as well. You never know. Yeah, it could have been, and it could have like whole psychedelic drug could have gone into the whole. Cult almost one. No, you I have mean, to take uh, it to get to this spaceship or something like that. Yeah, at that point, you, you'll probably believe anything. So, like, yeah, yeah. But nice. I, I do like um, the whole idea of scientific spiritualists. So. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure I like the idea, but I do find it kind of interesting in a way because <laughs> in Leicester there is actually a church for the scientific spiritualists. There is. And I pass it on the yeah. I pass it on the way, on my bus route to get into. I'm guessing Leicester. they're not as, aggress- as aggressive as the American equivalent, are they? No, they're not. No. I, I never actually see anyone go in there. It always seems quite empty from what I've seen. So, I don't know. But, yeah. Um, that, I think that's pretty much all the theories I've got. I couldn't really find any other ones, to be honest. So. Well, at the same time, I think that kind of covers it. But we'll never find an actual reason for it in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because all like the tox, there's nothing to get from toxicology reports. So, yeah, I, I did. It's, it's got for me. It's either got to be the um, suicide or accidental suicide. I think just because of just because of the way they were found. I think. And they're in their suits. They were obviously dressed for the occasion. Yeah, yeah. Whether that was some specification they had to be dressed up smart or whether they just wanted to be <laughs> you know wanted to make a good impression when they met these aliens <laughs> oh exactly yeah you want to you, want, you got to dress up with the mib yeah they, they're used to that now so yeah yeah well i guess there's a open and shut case on this one scully <laughs> yup yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah i do well, uh, i do kind of quite like it though I like it. I, I love these kind of anomalies, you know. It's nothing you can actually find an actual answer on, right? We never try to find an actual answer on these yeah. things anyway. It's always, you know, let's look at the situation. Let's speculate. Let's have a bit of fun with it, you know. And usually it's a really, just a really good story to have told anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do kind of want to visit Brazil, though. That's what I, I do. feel. I'm yeah. finding it harder and harder what with all these... Because there's more of a focus now with the, what with the Olympics coming up, so... Obviously, all these problems that were there already are getting highlighted. Oh, yeah, that virus thing they've got. The virus, the the water apparently is very toxic in certain areas. Yeah. Um, then you've got, like, gangs upon gangs. Oh, yeah. Um, just watch City of God, Matt. That's all I need to watch, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll go there one day, hopefully. One day, Matt, one day. We'll go into the outback. I mean, we still have to find Peter Fawcett, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of, well, I, I'd, I'd, pro- I'd probably last about two minutes out there, but I would love to go out around like, the Amazon. It'd be a glorious there. two minutes, though. Yeah. I'll tell you what, on, if, if this thing lasts ten years, on the tenth anniversary, we'll go find Peter Fawcett. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a good ambition, that is. That's a great ambition. We'll yeah. definitely find him because, you know, we're, we're, we're like, the we are in this together in that area. We're weird, yeah. but we're together, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, uh, on that point, I do have to mention to our listeners that um, we're going to be going away soon. Um, we're going to go don't... on a tour of the... Uh, Dort's Dutch are going on a tour on the Beaver bus. So yes. We, uh, <laughs> well, if we can prize Tarman away from her children's party, so that is... I... I'm just imagining that, but uh, what's that? What's that? A bus that um, it looks like Dermot O'Leary on the back. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what I mean. Been, um, the, the 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 mega bus. Mega bus. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> that big old face on the back. They have it in America as well, don't they? Do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mega bus. I swear I saw it on an American sitcom or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where every every time you pass it, it's. Um, 
he can't help but think of Dara O'Brien. <laughs> he can't. It's he kind can't. of ingrained in your brain. What did I say, Dara O'Leary? Oh dear. I don't know. Uh, I don't think. Well, yeah. they're Irish names, are they? I guess. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. So, yeah, we're going to be gone for a while, but uh, hopefully we'll be back. You know, when we're uh, we'll be back soon enough. You know, hopefully. Yeah. Have a little break. You know. You know. You know have just, a Kit Kat. We've got to ride the Beaver bus while we still can. Yeah. While uh, you know Beaver's willing to take us. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, well, it's goodbye from me. Yeah, and it's goodbye from me. And don't forget, you can message us. You can email us, Facebook us at the Dorks Deduction. Mm. Um, give us a message. Drop a drop a slap a like on the videos. You know, yeah. a little bit of uh, fun. You know, argue with Tarmim about the podcast not having video. She loves doing that. Yeah. And um, what else? Uh, yeah, have a have a good have a good time, and may Allah bless your Buddhist uh, crosses. This crosses. <laughs> I'm just trying to reach out to everyone. Um, <laughs> uh, who have I forgot? Oh, Guru Nanak, uh, or what else? Yeah. Uh, Satan, uh, bless them all. And the Russians, don't forget the Russians. And the Russians, God bless Putin. Yeah. Amazing Wonderful man. Wonderful man. Kalashnikov. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>